Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is March 24th, 2023 on the road to WrestleMania. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast covering SmackDown tonight. Myself, NYC Demon Diva Issa, Jimmy Corderas. How's it going, Jimmy? Good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while, and it's funny because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm filling in here on, on a Friday night. I'm not usually on on Friday nights, and I didn't even think I should have put on blue, especially <laughs> someone who is a SmackDown blue referee for all those years. I should have put on blue, and I'm just, because I do Monday nights all the time, I just, yeah. Red you know, Jimmy, <laughs> I know it's because I took Wednesday off, and you missed me. You can, you can just say it. You can just say it. You know, uh, you wanted to... Yeah, you didn't see me Wednesday, so you're here tonight. So we can, we can spend our typical weekly hour together, you know? Yeah, yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> so tonight, uh, Rampage, it's on at a different time, so we're not doing that tonight. But we are doing SmackDown. And bear with us, because I think next Friday also, I have a feeling all eyes are going to be on the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony after SmackDown to see mm-hmm. how Dominic Mysterio crashes his father, Rey Mysterio's induction. He don't need to. He don't need to. He got the match. Oh, it's too good. You think they could pass that up? You think they? No, I I don't see it. I don't. I know. I don't. I don't see it either. But at the same time, I do hope they keep it separate. I'd want to keep those. You know, I mean, you can still do it in a way where Dominic doesn't sit with uh, Angie and his his mom and his sister. Yeah, he sits. He sits with Rhea, often to the side or something. But don't have that interaction then. I don't know. Let's kind of keep it. You can kind of uh, subliminally do it without sure. being overt. But you tell me who's changing the channel to Rampage next Friday. People are going to be watching on Peacock to see if Dominic does something. He doesn't even have to, but people are going to tune in just to see if he does. Fair point. Fair point. You know, it's going to be good. It's going to be on. Uh, not much in the news. Vicky Guerrero uh, told said on the podcast the whole story. She wished she was involved in the Dominic and Ray storyline. So I was hoping they would involve Vicky in this. I thought that would have been nice. It would have been a lot of fun, especially going off the history uh, uh, on who uh, Dom's poppy was back in the day. So <laughs> it, it would, <laughs> right? would have like nice little connection of the dots and bringing old school back into new school. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Isa, our worlds are colliding between Spanish language music and professional wrestling. The big story yesterday was that Venezuelan American uh, singer, influencer, and YouTuber Lele Pons on the Impulsive podcast said she was twenty made million, baby. Well, <laughs> I watched the interview, and who's sitting there next to her? Her husband, Gwena, Gwena Beachy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. who said they offer you a lot of money? What was it like 20 million? Like facetiously, it was like they offered you like a bajillion dollars. All the sites pick up a headline Lele Pons off turned down 20 million dollar offer. And WWE behind the scenes had to be like, Oh, that was very generous of us, but no, we didn't, we didn't do that, <laughs> right? Right, that is so funny that they denied it. <laughs> it's just weird to see people take it seriously. And people that don't know, uh, Gwena, um, he looks like McLovin from Superbad, and his gimmick is he shows up in these videos yep. looking like the awkward nerdy guy. And then it comes to a point where he just throws down like some hardcore rap. 
He's very funny. He's a very, yep. very funny, entertaining, charismatic personality. But him and Lele, very, uh, Owens, very shy Ronnie, very shy Ronnie of him. Absolutely, absolutely great. You know, shy Ronnie great from SNL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I saw him in that Mala Rodriguez video. Uh, was it Dami Bien? Where it's just like ass, 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 yeah. ass, ass, and Gwen is sitting there looking awkward, and it's like McLovin's got bars. He just starts throwing down. Yeah. So they own the wrestling yeah, media he's yesterday. Good. He's very good, very entertaining. So they own the wrestling media yesterday. Credit to them. That story was everywhere. Really nuts. Um, so I, I told you I've been disconnected because I took the last two days off. And I that story, I actually even managed to run into it. So <laughs> it was everywhere. And Leslie Pons is very talented as well. And she does like so much different stuff. So I think she'd be great in WWE. But it was weird watching Logan Paul no sell that reaction is coast. It's like they didn't pay you, they didn't pay him 20 grand. <laughs> It was very fun. Yeah, it's um, like there's no way they made the game. they offer you that. Yeah, no, no way in hell. Uh so yeah, not much else going on. Um CM Punk in the headlines today. Hmm. You guys see this story? Pretty much. Yeah. It's a, I saw yeah. it. Um I mean the I mean, story so here is that he claims he's never seen Rocky movies. That's the real story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't seen the Rocky movies? At least the first three. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think he comes back? Do you think he's going to be back in AEW, Jimmy? Uh, that, see, that's a tough one. I, I don't I don't know if you can. Uh, apparently, he's ruffled some feathers there. I don't yeah. know if this, like, obviously, I'm not there and I didn't see it live, but he's ruffled some feathers. But at the same time, if you could put business ahead of personal feelings, you could make a lot of money off of this. Yeah, but at oh the yeah, same, but at the same time, it's like uh, I don't see it happening, and uh, I think uh, he's probably waiting for his no compete or whatever the case may be, whatever it is. He's still under contract, and for some reason uh, hasn't been released from it. But uh, especially the way things happen, I know it was a long time ago that whole press conference thing, but that was unbelievable. And you know, and they, he did it with Tony Khan sitting three feet away from him. I know. You know, it's just incredible when they when you think back on exactly how it happened, and then that that post he made on on Instagram and took down about thirty what what was it thirty seconds later or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you know how uh, social media works. Somebody screen grabbed it. Somebody got it. You know, obviously it's out there and all the mm -hmm. stuff. So I just find it interesting some of the language he used. Mm. How so? Yeah. Uh, what's you know, like well, yeah, call, you know, take. You know, did he not call Jericho a mark? <laughs> or what did he say? A did he call Something like that or a liar. I can't remember the exact uh, post, but stooge, he did mention stooge, Jericho. Stooge, stooge, stooge. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, I know. He's just, uh, I, maybe maybe he's trying to fan the flames a little bit to see what uh, what comes out of the fire. We need know. We need some new disparaging terms in the wrestling industry. I feel like stooge, mark... Jabroni, these have all been run into the ground. <laughs> Valid point. You know, something new. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, so SmackDown tonight from Las Vegas, 20 minutes from where I sit right now. SmackDown was going on. You didn't go? No, I think I think the roads are still congested due to the Taylor Swift traffic that was here. Mm. There, there were there were highway signs put up by the travel advisory that was like you know, uh, aggressive driving, shake it off. Like they were like the entire city 
like bought into people came here specifically for that i mean it was nuts absolutely nuts wow yeah yeah uh but tonight we opened with cody rhodes the potential champion please stop the potential i said potential potential the challenger to roman reigns and the throne uh took on ludwig kaiser with giovanni vinci tonight in the opening of the show jimmy were you surprised how competitive this match was um to a certain degree i was at the time but even during the you know the competitiveness of this match at no time did i feel unfortunately that uh ludwig kaiser had a chance of winning the match i pretty much (laughs) thought it was uh a showcase for Cody and, and showing that Cody does have some weaknesses mm. to the audience going into this match at WrestleMania. Obviously we found out later on tonight that he is going to have a match on Monday night on raw as well, but that's the only unfortunate thing. Sometimes when, when, when you put these matches together, you think of it as, Hey, this could be a good match, but at the same time, I can't see how Ludwig Kaiser could uh, win. Lisa, were you surprised how competitive this was? I yes, a little bit. I, I I said it before. We saw him kind of like not struggle, but there was a very competitive match with LA Knight. There's a very competitive night tonight, and it just like it really showcases him. But it makes you wonder if you're struggling here, what is it gonna be when you get to Roman? You know. So I I can't help but to but to think that, and I I do like that they. So when Solo came out at the end of the match, yeah. uh, they were like, oh, you're going to face Solo on Monday. It was like, ah, oh, you keep moving the goalposts. You keep putting all these objectives. But nobody put the, the only objective the bloodline has put his way is Solo on Monday. He's the one making these matches against LA Knight, against Ludwig. He's the one making that. Cody never, like Roman had nothing to do with that. So I don't understand why he was blaming Paul Heyman or putting all these objectives before his WrestleMania match. He's the one choosing to wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Mm, true i mean so yeah he he finally won crossroads for the win Heyman grabbed a mic and was there three along... crossroads didn't he take like three yes. finishers yeah hmm. um and Heyman uh was at the solo and they're building up this match for monday on raw so yes yeah. we'll see yeah. it was okay the, i think the raw match has more interest for me than, right. than tonight's did it was a nice setup for that the go home yeah. raw so uh, it's going to be interesting because, as as we've seen, Solo seems to be the enforcer, for lack of a better term, for the uh, bloodline. So, yeah. um, and he has, like you, like we've seen, Cody has been selling a lot for guys like LA Knight, and again tonight, for, like Ludwig Borga, you know. And Solo is a beast in the ring. So, you know, I guess the idea storyline wise is that even if Solo does not defeat him on Monday, he kind of puts a hurting on him going into yeah, WrestleMania. Right. Softens right. him up a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, but I don't think Solo should be taking a loss, you know, well, right now. Again, there's a way to do things where, What you if know, it ends on some weird DQ where we involve the Usos and KO and Sami Zayn? There you go. You know, th- I mean, that's the biggest question mark about the tag match is how does Solo factor into the Usos versus KO and Sami? That's the unfair advantage the bloodline has in that match. He doesn't. Mm. I think. Well, I mean, it, it depends. I'm waiting to see for the order of these matches. What night? Who's gonna go? What? Mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do with how all these people are gonna 
you know, collaborate. But I did say earlier tonight, sorry, Jimmy. No. I did say earlier tonight that I want the main event of WrestleMania to be a clean finish. No matter where it goes, right? Whether it's Cody, whether it's Roman, I would like it to be a clean main event. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. But uh, as far as the tag team match goes and Solo's involvement, I think there might be an edict by the leader, the the head of the table, Roman yeah. Reigns, that you leave the Usos on their own. You are with me. Mm, you yeah. are to look after you know my best interests on on WrestleMania. Not the Usos can handle themselves, kind of sort of thing, you know, and maybe add a little more tension within the bloodline. I mean, the real question is. A week from Sunday, does Paul Heyman eat a crossroads during WrestleMania? Uh, if, if, if a crossroads is some kind of uh, uh, pastry that they have there in L.A., <laughs> then I can see it. A crossroads yeah. sounds delicious. It yes. sounds like 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 a bear claw, you know, yes. just like yes. it's got a nice glaze on it. Maybe some cherries, you know, crossroads. Yeah. Uh, Antoine Fair, wow, uh, $5 super chat saying, uh, he didn't take three, he attempted three times and landed at crossroads. Right, oh, okay. so he's struggling with Ludwig. Imagine him trying to get that on Roman, it's gonna take him like 20. Oh my god, tonight, what's gonna happen? How is Cody's ego gonna hold up that his, his advocate, Alfred Kanawa, is not here tonight? To, oh, to, it's to so Cody refreshing, over. so refreshing. Oh man, <laughs> um. Yeah, Cleveland Rock's pointing out Solo's the only Bloodline member without a Mania match, so he'll definitely be involved in the finish. Uh, I could see that. Hmm. Um, so, we heard from Charlotte Flair giving a pretty impassioned promo tonight. This was actually a very lengthy promo, talking about she doesn't fear Rhea Ripley, she respects her, putting over the women's division, and she was getting, like, what chance, like, crazy, to the point where she had to, like, try and stop the crowd. Mm -hmm. that, like, I mean, I think... I think the credits could be very behind Rhea winning at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, she's 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 got star written all over her. I mean, like, yeah. you know, she she exudes that that personality in, even in a heel role. Uh, it's it's almost like they want to cheer her despite the fact that she's uh, a heel. Yeah, uh, Issa, what did you think of the promo? I love the pro. I love the fit. First of all, Jimmy, shout out to you matching Charlotte's red tonight. I thought she looked. Excellent, wonderful. She always comes out, just has that it factor, that presence. There's just something about Charlotte Flair that grabs everybody's attention. Love the promo. Drop some names. Drop the Bella's name. Mention Sasha Banks. Pop for all mm -hmm. of that. Um, and I love Charlotte. She's one of my favorites. I, I am too secretly rooting for Rhea. I want Rhea to get her big WrestleMania moment. I want it to happen, but they're doing a good job of building this, and I didn't want to see a pull-apart brawl. I, I thought they did great last week with what they did, so it was good to just see Charlotte say what she had to say. We'll see what they do Monday with Rhea, but I liked it. I thought it was great. Well, first Rhea wins the championship, and then Dominic uh, in Puerto Rico defeats Cody for the WWE championship. Mm. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just kept thinking this. You, sometimes today. you get carried away, Glenn. Sometimes right. you get carried away. <laughs> okay, but we all agree <laughs> they need to do something around Father's Day with Dominic and Ray, like having a bit another big match. Like that should probably be the, yeah. the blow off. The match. Judgment yeah. Day is gonna make a new version of, but it's gonna be called Father Lover instead of Mother Lover. It's gonna be great. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so. 
<laughs> I like the Charlotte promo, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think the crowd just is ready for Rhea to to win the uh, championship. Rey Mysterio had a very competitive match against LA Knight. Now, Dominic mm-hmm. Mysterio did distract, which had LA Knight to, to get the win, but the real <sighs> action in this was what happened after the match. And I don't mean to just completely overlook this, but uh, Jimmy, what do you think about LA Knight? I think LA Knight is another future superstar. I mean, he has, he ticks all the boxes. He's good in the ring. He has a presence. He, he exudes uh, confidence. He speaks well. And especially he, he, he's a complete, and I know people hate this term. He's a complete sports entertainer slash pro wrestler. He does. He has all the tools. It's just a matter of finding the right fit and the right storyline to to elevate him to that status and in one way i'm kind of glad that they're not rushing it Mm. take your time with him build him up because this guy has a potential to be a huge superstar i mean they're taking their time i mean jimmy i mean you know like la Knight's like my age like he doesn't have that much (laughs) that many years left i didn't know how old he was so oh boy no at least he's he's not my age I'm just saying, like we we can we could take our time and build this up. Uh, actually, you know, he's younger than me; he's 40 years old. But still, like, I feel like we've been hearing that oh, LA Knight's gonna get this monster push, and hmm. not not seeing it yet. You um, know? It, it, yeah, patience, patience, my friend. Patience is what we had waiting for Rey Mysterio to snap. Yes. So mm. this was great with Dominic calling out his calling his mom a deadbeat mom. We don't hear about deadbeat moms very often. Um, getting his family's face. And finally, Ray Mysterio had enough and came there and uh, uh, got physical with his son. Well, we know who Ray Mysterio's favorite kid is. It's Aaliyah, because once he called his little sister stupid, that's when he finally snapped. So there's favoritism in this family. Clearly, <laughs> Dominic has been suffering since a young age. Isa, is this how you felt when you called your father to pick you up and he thought it yes. was your sister calling and, and he went, went and to pick picked her, up. her up? Yes. And you were yes, just standing there with exactly the payphone. That's exactly how I felt. Yes. Wow. It was it was such a moment. It was so sad. I wasn't feeling good. Glenn, he went and picked up my sister. It's a horrible day in my life. But <laughs> did you hear the crowd pop? Everybody is so invested. Everybody waited on this moment. I think that they did it because of what we were discussing earlier, so we can leave the Hall of Fame kind of alone. Maybe they can do something, but nothing major. But I'm glad that Ray finally snapped. I was just waiting for a chancleta to come out, but I'll still take it. One thing, uh, sorry to cut you off there. One thing I did enjoy, too, is when they, after the incident happened, they replayed it several times. Yes. But the announcers laid out and let the action tell the story. Right. Instead of t- trying to overhype it. You know what I mean? They just let the actions speak volumes. I mean, for Hall of Fame, there's only three names announced. Rey Mysterio, The Great Muda, and Andy Kaufman. Yeah. That's all that has been announced so far. Right. I don't think we're getting Cindy Lauper this year. I wish we were. Well... No, unfortunately, they only do one celebrity Hall of Fame. I know, but Andy Kaufman, like both Andy and Snow, you know what? I'm gonna say this both Andy and Cindy, I wouldn't even say the celeb wing. I mean, they're both were very involved in storylines. I mean, you know, this isn't like Shaq or Drew Carey or somebody that just came in, you know what I mean? But, Mm uh, but what I'm saying, so I'm I'm telling you, I think the main reason to tune in, well, one, I want to see is Tony Clifton gonna show up. To accept on Andy Kaufman's behalf. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, you got okay. Wait, I mean, like Issa, Jimmy, and I are a little older than you are, uh, mm-hmm. so we, you know, 
know full well the the Andy Kaufman lore. Do you know much about Issa about Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton and this whole? No, I don't. Okay, I, don't. I, f- I figured because you're young. I'm not that you young, know? but you're, I mean, I'm you're just... baby. You know. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're you're as uh, Britney Spears once saying, uh, you know, not a girl yet, not a woman. Um, and, uh, no, but uh, Andy Kaufman would pull these kayfabe bending stunts and he had an alter ego, Tony Clifton after Andy Kaufman died, people, uh, someone showed up as Tony Clifton kind of perpetuating this rumor that Andy Kaufman was still alive and he pulled this great hoax. So the question is going to be at the hall of fame, are they going to do something to perpetuate, you know, that, that kayfabe bending sort of storyline? Uh, interesting if they uh, even incorporated a Jim Carrey into this. Oh my God! Did you watch that documentary about the making of Man on the Moon? No, not yet. No. Okay, so the great. I gotta tell the story with this. So uh, Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman had this huge feud, mm-hmm. and Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in the movie. They had Jerry Lawler in the movie as himself. Jim Carrey was a dick to Jerry Lawler, and every time we would see him, would call him out and be like, "You're an asshole. I'm gonna kick your ass." Yada yada. And Jerry. Waller was like, what the hell? Andy Kaufman in real life behind the scenes, we were friends. Like, why is Jim Carrey being method and being a dick to me all the time? So the the payoff and the punchline to this is after making Jerry Lawler's life miserable and pranking him and bullying him this whole shoot, Jerry Lawler gets a note from Jim Carrey's people saying, Jim, now that he's done with the role, wants to thank you for all your effort. Uh, he's, he's sorry about the, the bad blood between you, you, you both. And uh, he wants to make this up to you. He's going to take that to dinner in New York. And Jerry Lawler shows up for this dinner and sits down and like two hours later, what's going on? And then he receives a note that says like, F you Lawler, love Jim Carrey. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually funny. So it'd be amazing if Jim Carrey showed up uh, Mm -hmm. to do something with this. I would get a real- They are in Hollywood. They are in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Okay, but hear me out, Glenn. Yeah. Hear me out. I got to go back to the Trey Mysterio thing. Yeah. Because- I couldn't help but to think of that scene in Dark Knight. Do you know when Harvey Dent makes Gordon pick the person that he loves the most and that's who they're oh, gonna yeah. shoot? Yeah. Well, he would let thinking. he would he would let them shoot Dominic, but he wouldn't let them shoot Aliyah. He showed that tonight. Wait, that's, that's where the, that's, you went. Yeah, that's, that's where you went with this. Yes. Like <laughs> you're you're getting full Sophie's choice with this. As opposed to like, okay, wow. You know that scene, right? Where he's like, I'm going to kill the one that you love the most. And he starts testing him. You saw it tonight. We know who Ray loves the most in that family. It was exposed. Okay. Yeah, your brain didn't go there automatically? Yeah. Uh, not well, I, that dark. No, but... because I th- see, for me, it was like when he told his mom to shut up. It looked like that's when the switch went off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the oh, same so time, maybe he, he is... will let him kill both of the kids and just keep the wife. That would be smart, actually. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> Issa's already in the mindset to watch the Yellow Jackets season premiere and talk about it on our <laughs> podcast, Yellow Jackets Buzz. I'm in a dark mood, Glenn. I'm preparing, you know. Oh, oh, you, oh yeah, you haven't watched it yet. Okay, okay. No, yeah, not yeah. yet. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Antoine Fair, $5, saying, technically, Issa was Dom telling his wife to shut up. Anyway, this was a Will Smith, Chris Rock moment with Ray. Oh. Relevant WWE relevant. Okay, there you 13 go. months after the fact. Um, Thanks, for all the mansplaining tonight. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Issa, do you know what mansplaining is? Let me break it down for you. No, I'm um, <laughs> did I get that wrong? Too? I'm sorry. No. Uh, Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? 
I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bigfoot Seeker at Buck 99 saying great storyteller, amazing writing. Um, yeah, I mean, this uh, tonight, there, there was, there's a lot of really good stuff going on. Uh a cup of my tea, four ninety nine. I did enjoy Ray slapping the S out of Dom, but my mom would have beat me with an inch of my life if I spoke to her. Like yeah, that. yeah. As a matter of fact, my mom is the scary one in my family. There's mm-hmm. no way I would ever even like uh, stare at my mom the wrong way. So, <laughs> no, I've, I just not to get off topic here, but no. my mom too would discipline us when we were kids, only because if it was my dad, yeah, oh boy, not a good thing. She, I think she was figuring. Uh, better me because it'll be easier on us <laughs> right well, it's funny but, that you say that jimmy because a few weeks ago i did tell glenn that this whole thing was ray's wife's fault because there's my mom there's no way my mom would let me talk to my dad that way <laughs> so why is she allowing dom to keep doing this <laughs> right yeah no this is the biggest storyline going in wrestlemania sorry roman sorry cody sorry uso sorry kevin and sammy like ray versus dominic is the mm. hottest storyline in all of the crowd busted a yes chant after yeah. Ray finally snapped. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is going to be the big moment. This match, and I don't know who should win. Honestly, I think Ray winning is feel good, but I think Dominic should win this. Depends on what they have planned next. Depends if yeah. it keeps going or not. Yeah. Uh, sees blue seals blue devil two dollars saying Roman keeps the title and Dominic wins money in the bank and cashes it in <laughs> SummerSlam. You wow. love to see it. You love to yeah. see that it. would be amazing. Um <laughs> uh Majestic Marie, five dollars. This Tina, hey. Uh my dad used to go see Memphis wrestling at the Louisville Garden, Louisville Gardens every Tuesday night. They had to sneak Andy Kaufman out to keep him safe because those fans were crazy. Watch, I mean, like That's they're awesome. gonna do a great package for this, but he would do, I mean, he would, I mean, you think MJF is a heel andy kaufman would wrestle women and get up there and say like the most sexist uh stuff and it was like it was just amazing i mean yeah the way he would blur lines um and get audience reactions like it was next level he and, understood this business too he yeah un- he's a big fan of pro wrestling but he understood the psychology of how you get fans invested and interested and it, he, he didn't use one twisting, burning 450 hammer phoenix splash right. to do it either. Yeah, oh. I mean, his stuff was a lot of, like, rest spots. And he would do the rest spot. And then, you know, Lawler would be there, like, nurse's neck. And Andy would just get on the mic and start talking more trash. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he talked more than he wrestled, but it was it was incredible. And a Man on the Moon is, is just a great movie. And then the mm-hmm. Netflix documentary about Jim and Andy, I believe it's called, talks about how Jim Carrey went full method for this. Uh, and yeah, I watched the movie. I haven't watched the documentary. I need to check yeah, it out. Yeah, very, very good. Um, so, oh, Antoine saying, uh, geez, I was joking. My bad. So was so I, Antoine. Bad. Relax. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Don't get hot. Yes. Um. Wow. Uh, Bear Hudson, $5, saying CM Punk needs to be fired. The recent tweet about HBK and the explicit language he used should not be tolerated. Tony Khan needs to step up and fire him. Hmm. I mean, he has, I he has to I, pay him out. He, yeah, right? Wait, he has a job? We don't even know if he even has a job still. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I didn't see the recent tweet about HBK, so I can't. Right? No, I didn't either. Um, do you think in some ways Twitter is the worst thing that ever happened to professional wrestling? it's a love-hate relationship yeah i mean it's a great tool to help promote your brand and promote you but at the same time it is also being used as uh, methods of trolling and other things and and getting uh especially now spoilers out there and doing all this kind of stuff people are using it for other purposes other than to promote Yes. I it's just it's just such a weird thing. You know, no one says like, could you imagine, you know, man, back in the 80s, Greg the Hammer Valentine, his Twitter feed was lit, like the sickest memes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a different time back then. I almost I almost wonder if wrestling in some ways worked better when we had less access and less visibility to wrestlers. So when we saw them on TV, it was like really really special. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you definitely. saw them in person, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think there's definitely something to that, especially, you know, when there's so much action. And you look now on television, how much wrestling is on television, how much you can absorb it online. And and that's why when people say, what do you mean you don't watch this show and you don't watch it? I thought, hey, I watch other shows other than pro wrestling. I'm sorry to tell you. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, CM Punk posted on his story. Antoine Fair, thank you. I didn't know this is what he said about HBK. He posted the Shawn Michaels meme story about the getting the table at the restaurant and then the altercation. But then he was cool, and then they went on to have like a romantic tour affair. Like oh. this is a very famous copy and paste on Reddit that okay. that goes around there's like two famous one one about having like dog crap on your shoes and wrestler being mean to you and the other one about the restaurant and the table story right. so the fact cm punk posted that i mean you got to remember cm punk seems like sort of a crotchety old man but he's very much a millennial and uh <laughs> you know this is like pure trolling with uh yeah. with posting this story so okay. antoine thank you for cool. sharing that um so uh man Zia Lee and Lacey Evans are a tag team, and they took on Shotzi and yeah, as of, as of two hours ago, right? Issa, think about how invested we've been in this story. Zia Lee and Lacey Evans both having those career-defining vignettes, telling their backstory, and just just imagine how they came together and commiserated over their lackluster pushes that sort of went nowhere and they said you know what your career's not really taken off my career's not really taken off we're talented let's form a tag team together and they have they had wrestlemania dreams 
and they sat and they talked about it probably today in catering and they said we're going to compete on smackdown tonight and go to wrestlemania and they lost to shotzi and natalia who also probably had similar experiences today when they formed their tag team yeah and then Shane and ronda came out and just said we're in the match and great stuff thousand percent <laughs> winning that match oh yeah <laughs> Why don't they have to qualify? Like I was so com- I didn't like I, I didn't like anything about this. I have enjoyed WrestleMania. I think we have a lot of matches that have some great build up, but this just felt so we're just gonna throw together to put these women in the card. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly Nat- what I was thinking. Natalia got to ride in the tank. That was cool. Well, it's not as much fun as riding in the back of a golf cart in the middle of a false count anywhere match at WrestleMania at the Houston Astrodome. <laughs> With Kane driving. Listen. Sorry, I had to get that in there. No, I don't have those kind of cool stories. I crashed crashed a golf cart once at a resort in the middle of the night. I was drunk. I left it there. I don't know what happened. I just walked away. Well, in the same match, uh, Big Show crashed a golf cart into the fence. But anyways, I digress. I crashed it into a palm tree, Jimmy. Very on brand for me being in Puerto Rico, you know? There you go. Um... I mean, this match was what it was. Good on Shotzi and Natalia for getting the win. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that, that Shayna and Ronda... This this entire match should just be... They should just make it like a, king, a Queen of the Mountain match and just have Shayna and Ronda in the middle of the ring and everyone running and attacking them and they're just throwing people out of the ring mm-hmm. for like five minutes straight and then they win. And uh, I'm sure right. they're going to go on to win the tag team championships after this. What was more acceptable, more unacceptable, this or the Andre the Giant graphic that they show for half a second with Bobby Lashley in it? Oh, so Bray's out then. Mm. What do you think? I mean, I mean, unless unless we're getting swerved, yeah. unless Uncle Howdy is gonna host. Uncle Howdy should host WrestleMania oh. <laughs> <laughs> with with scripts from NXT. Like yes, bring them and, all together. Yeah. And the puppets, the puppets for the firehouse. Yeah. For the firehouse. For oh, the yes. firefly fun. Yeah, fun house. Yes. Yeah. I, I love the Miz, but if the puppets hosted WrestleMania, that would actually be pretty epic. 10 yeah. out of 10. You know what? I got nothing to top that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I liked Rhonda and Shayna's promo quite a bit here. I thought yeah. that for them being heels, I mean, look, they're fighting pedigree. We all know. I think as biggest, you know, you know, Shayna has been a very good influence on Rhonda in the sense that Rhonda trying to come in and be a locker room leader or trying to be like, I'm a wrestling fan and I'm here living my dream. Like, I know that's her passion, but her and Shayna being just like, we're the baddest bees in this business and we could beat the crap out of all of you is them living their best lives in professional wrestling. Agreed. And shout out to Ronda Rousey for pointing at the sign for a long yes. period of time, reminding us of her amazing debut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was good. Um, oh, and the line they said, like, I was, I broke your, uh, what she said to one, she was like, uh, Ronda was like, or Shana was like, uh, I broke your nose, I broke your arm, and you broke your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> almost as good that. almost as good as Dylan saying Rhonda is just leaving her truth mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think this was the best promo tonight that Shayna and Rhonda have ever been involved in yeah, yeah. possibly mm-hmm. short sweet to the point exactly um, keep it simple 
Yes. Uh, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre had a contract signing. I was thinking about this. I tweeted it. Like, they pay these wrestlers to travel. There's always a brawler altercation. Like, get DocuSign. We can do all this electronically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but still, like, record it. Like, get, like, a video footage from them at home. Like, opening the email, not figuring it out, getting some help from their kids or something. That would be so hilarious. Oh, my goodness. That would be classic. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, or they can just re- sign with a smiley face and then say they never signed it because that's not their <laughs> and, and And what a shock, too. We had a contract signing that led to a match. Never seen that before, Jimmy. Right. I think the contract signing that turns into some sort of physical altercation is my least favorite trope and cliche in all of professional wrestling. Of course. As soon as you see it announced, you what's the reaction? I don't know, remember. I don't remember anybody with the reaction of, Oh, great. There's a contract signing tonight. They announce it and everybody goes. <sighs> yeah, but we got we got a nice surprise. We got Butch. Yes, we did get Butch. Um, but you know what they should do? I actually think if they want that big fight feel, they should do it like a press conference <laughs> and have take que- and let the audience ask questions. You know, and let them like start like I don't know, do something different or more fun with this. But this tonight went exactly as expected. Seamus coming out, you know, uh uh McIntyre pissed about it. Seamus is running a mouth on social media, Gunther's music hitting, and then this leading to Gunther versus Butch. Um which was a fine match. But uh I'm 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 looking forward to this triple threat. Who do you think you think Gunther's gonna retain at Mania, Jimmy? Uh, it's interesting because if there was a plan to take the title off of Gunther, this is, uh, uh, you know, a way to do it by not having him get pinned or submitted or anything like that. But at the same time, this is also an opportunity to elevate. They're making the match feel like a big time match and making the, the title feel a little more important, which I like. And what better way to do that than have Gunther, um, you know, retain, I think, in a big time way. Right. Issa, Issa, is there any way that somehow Butch ends up Intercontinental Champion after this match? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but if this was a battle of the jackets, I would say Drew McIntyre would win. That was a sweet jacket he was wearing tonight. Yeah. Uh, but Gunther uh, hit Butch with the last symphony tonight for the win. Yeah. Um, but then we had the stare down. With Sheamus and Gunther, and then McIntyre hit him with a Claymore click, stared down Sheamus. Um, it's nice to see the Street Profits tonight facing off uh, with Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Yeah, interesting backstage uh, interaction. Yes, and Ricochet uttered that famous line saying the Profits are going to fool around and find out. Which is what all the kids are saying. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. Fool around and find out. Fool around and find out. Is that what they say, Glenn? I guess it depends on what you're finding out by fooling around. And depends on how you're fooling around. It's true. Hmm. Sometimes you fool around and your wife finds out. Oh. <laughs> then that- are we gonna are we gonna start talking about car key parties again, Glenn? Come on. <laughs> I was making an analogy. It, it described <laughs> NXT to a team. I did too. I made a dark that analogy. You say I'm yeah. a dark person. <laughs> you are a dark person. <laughs> Wearing your Beetlejuice jacket, just hanging out, you know. Is that is, is that Beetlejuice or, or no? It's yeah, in honor of Jimmy. Okay, this is in honor of Jimmy. It's my own black and white my referee outfit. You know. Yeah. Yes. I didn't have to wear my referee shirt for you two, so that's cool. 
No, I love Glenn. Me and Glenn are buddies. We're good. Yeah. God, we're doing enough other projects together. I know. <laughs> we're not sick of each other yet. No. Uh, so. <laughs> I think Strowman and Ricochet. I mean, they're they're it works. The Street Profits. It, it's just the tag team division. You know, I'm looking forward to a nice reset um, with the tag titles and Issa cover your ears and with the the main championships. I think these unified titles have been dominated for too long, and I do like that. After Mania, there's going to be a chance of there's going to be this air of unpredictability. I don't think Cody or Sammy and KO are going to hold these for a thousand days, maybe not even a hundred days. Hmm. Not, not likely. I, I don't see it being that long, but the, uh, it does feel like this could be the right time to uh, alleviate the champions of these titles at this time and create other stories within mm-hmm. the bloodline, which we talked about before, but at the same time right now, They've got a couple of hot commodities, especially with Sammy. Sammy has caught fire right now. The crowd loves him. And they do love KO as well. But Sammy is just, you know. Where did you stand on that? Do you think it was the right choice not to put Sammy in the main event for Mania? To put him in title contention with Roman and Cody? Um, I like that better only because you can start different storylines here. You can go Mm -hmm. after... Let's say you want to put the titles on KO and Sammy, that would be good. But if they're they want to keep the titles on the Usos, one way to do it is KO setting Sammy up. Mm, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Imagine what kind of a heel uh, KO could be with Sammy as hot as he is right now as a babyface, mm-hmm. and Cody going in as um, I could see Cody coming out as champion as well. You know, you can make a case either way. That's the that's the beauty about this, though. Mm-hmm. You could make an argument either way that makes sense. Um, I mean, Sammy and Cody got a very loud crowd reaction night, but Sammy's reaction when so that we had the Kevin Owens show, mm-hmm. him introducing Sammy. Um, and I mean, th- this was the the nicest, uh, most uh, uh, congenial they, they've uh, Kevin has been towards Sammy in quite some time. They're talking about taking on the bloodline and KO when he introduced him with that shirt, the WrestleZania, the the double sided KO Mania and WrestleZania. I mean that crowd pop. I mean, there's a reason this closed the show and Cody opened the show. This is the bigger storyline from a fan point of view in some ways right now. Hmm. At least to that SmackDown crowd tonight. So we're just not going to talk about the lack of original thoughts here, how he made him a shirt, the same thing that Roman did months ago. We're not just going to talk about how they're just doing the exact same thing. We're not. We're just going to completely ignore that. Let me know. (laughs) So when you're dating someone and they give you a gift or when when a suitor, (laughs) when a suitor gives you a gesture of affection, Uh is your response like, so what? Let me tell you about the last five gifts I got from people that were in. <laughs> so th- th- that's weird uh, that you brought that up, uh, Glenn. Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, buying buying my missus uh, flowers, let's say. Oh yeah, for Valentine's Day. If I get her flowers next Valentine's Day, is that like a no? If you if you, I mean, if you get her, let's say you got her a Tiffany ring, right, mm-hmm. and then. She dumps you, and the next person goes and gets her the exact same Tiffany ring, but in a different finish. This one is gold instead of silver. I, I don't need 
to Tiffany rings. You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing. And people over there crying about it. Like Sammy didn't get a shirt. It was more meaningful when Roman gave him a shirt. Kevin Owens gave him like his shirt too. He couldn't even like at least Roman made it for Sammy. This is a KO mania shirt. He couldn't even mm. like mm. remove himself from the equation like Roman Reigns did for Sammy's sake. Well, let me uh let me give a pro tip. I know we're past Valentine's Day, but uh you can buy those Tiffany blue boxes on eBay and you can put other jewelry inside them. Ooh, Just putting it out down. there. Hold yeah. Just let me write that. Yeah, down. You can put a lot of things in a box and you can give them to her. <laughs> but, oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, you heard wait, that wait right, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a second. <laughs> Lisa, this is now by my count three Andy Samberg references on tonight's <laughs> podcast. Wow. I don't even know where they're coming from, but he's like, obviously one of my favorites. <laughs> I think the Lonely Island is uh, sending Issa some charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> you know what it was? The other day, I finally decided to stop playing my Bad Bunny playlist and just put every song in my ah. Apple Play on Shuffle. And Mother Lover came on, and That's I like sang it. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I love these kids so much. So they're, they've been in the back of my head for a, a few days now. Wow. Um this was good. Of course, the Usos showed up and started beating them up. Uh, and then Kevin grabbed a chair and the Usos retreated. I mean, good way to go off the air. Mm-hmm. So we found out, we did find out tonight that John Cena versus Austin Theory are opening night one of WrestleMania. I'm going to yes. open with a bet. Yeah. That'll be good. Well, the, what do they say? The two most important parts of the show are how you open and how you end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. But, um, I don't know. I'll be I'll be curious to see what main events. If it'll be KO and Sammy versus the Usos or Rhea versus Charlotte for the But they haven't uh, really given us the orders, but I would no. assume the KO and the Usos will go nine one and Roman and you know we'll see. We'll see. I really would love for them to break down which match is going on, on what night. I feel like we knew more of the orders last year than we do this year. I think they only made official two matches. Three yeah. because Roman and Cody right. obviously night two, but I wish because we have about fourteen matches booked, so I wish we had more of what's happening on which night. Yeah, I think we'll know soon. And of course, uh, man, next hour is going to be long. We got Stand and Deliver from NXT during the day, hmm. then Mania starting Wait, shortly to thereafter. LA and watch hmm. the show with me, Glenn. Yeah, Issa. Here's the thing. God, the only people in the Wrestling Inc. universe that will not be a Mania are me, Jimmy, and Justin Lapar. Yeah. <laughs> I guess somebody has to run the shows, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, we were we were on that email thread, and I was just like, I think we're the only people not going. It could right. very well be us both nights. You know? Yeah. So I'm going to we'll crash see. all the shows. All the shows. Cool. Send me the cool. links, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> please do. Um, this is exciting, though. I'm really looking forward to Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. The Andy Kaufman thing, I think, uh, is, is going to be entertaining. But, yeah. Um, Dominic Array, there's the prospect. It's just too good to, to pass up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but that was tonight. Rampage is on later. Um, or it's tomorrow. It's not on now. That's right. that's the important thing. Um, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Jimmy, what's uh what's your Twitter handle? It's cut off well, there on that. No, well, my Twitter handle is at Jimmy Corderas, all lowercase, and uh, on Instagram it's at real Jimmy Corderas, and you can Find me there doing my ref and rants from Monday to Fridays, just having a little fun critiquing, not to tear down, but to see, because I want to see this business grow and get better. And then again, they're all my personal opinions. Yeah. And of course you can catch me here on Monday nights with triple J 
on uh, Wednesday nights with Issa and Justin uh, after Dynamite. And apparently this Friday night, too, which is awesome, which there is really go. cool. And uh, maybe that's going to be me, you and Justin on uh, the nights after WrestleMania as well. Cool. Tune in and find out. Absolutely. Jesus, I just saw what Dylan, the graphic he made. Uh, huh. <laughs> I just said that to you. Dylan, please don't post that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think I'm here for NXT. And yeah. then I'll be back after I come back from WrestleMania, except for when I crash your shows. Cool. Cool. I will uh, be here next week. I think NXT is going to be awesome. Looking forward to Stand and Deliver. And uh, yeah, follow Issa, NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm Macklin Rubenstein. Uh, Issa and I, new episode, season premiere, Yellow Jackets, Yellow Jackets Buzz, our podcast. We're launching going live in later a, tonight. It's going to be a late night one. No, not not night. that late because we have no rampage. So if you guys are fans of Yellow Jackets Buzz or if you watch the premiere episode, come hang out with us on my YouTube channel. Give me a little bit so I can watch it first and then we're going to be live over there giving our first reactions. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Uh, have a good one, everyone. We'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Adios. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.